Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest that is not the podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Streams team. We won't be talking about your superstars like you're our Timmy Panarins or your John Tavares is here. No sirree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. We are presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson. Hopefully, everyone is coming off a win. Not me, of course. I'm officially in the whole make random trades just for the sake of making random trades point of the season. You know, kind of like how it's that time of year where coaches start or teams start firing their coaches and such. Well, I'm the coach, so I can't really fire me, even though it totally be justified with kind of the season I'm having. So I'll just make some rando trades and try and shake it up. Uh, I traded uh, Crosby, Forsberg, Hoffman, and Theodore for Sagan and Kane. Let me know how you think I did. Or if anyone in Tier 1 is listening and wants to counter, hey, let's hear it. Real quick, though, let's review how I did last week in case anyone forgot. My forward streamers were James Van Riemsdyk, Cody Glass, Matt Calvert, that creep, Dan Heinen, and Connor Brown. Our defensive streamers were Ryan Graves, Matt Niskanen, and Braden McNabb. Our Shallow League streamer of the week was Alex Tuck, and our ludicrous streamer of the week was old man Scott Live. James Van Riemsdyk won goal in two games, and he also plays today, so I'll call that one a win. Cody Glass got injured, doesn't count. Matt Calvert, he may look like a creeper, but he did deliver for us this past week. Two points in three games. That's a dub. Denton Heinen, he got a decent amount of shots, but he didn't do jack crap. I knew, knew, knew this was going to happen. It happens every time I stream Heinen. He is officially dead to me. That's right. I said it dead to me. Heinen is a bum. Listen, so my record on streamers is pretty good. I think I hit on at least half my streaming picks, which admittedly is incredible. I don't know how I do it, but it's up to you, the listener, to decipher which streamer picks fit best for you. And when you hear me gushing over old friends, and especially when I admit that a guy screws me over every time I stream them, here's a tip. Don't go with that guy. Always go with the new blood. And spoiler alert, going to happen again this week let's see if you can spot it that is my challenge to you Uh, moving on connor brown two points in three games plus a slew of shots absolutely crushed it we're hot on our forwards this week that's three out of four because cody glass doesn't count ryan graves all of our abs came through for us this week two points eight shots four hits and five blocks in three off day games for us from graves actually on the low side of perifs for him 
you throw in those two points, that is more than enough for Graves to be considered a win this past week. Matt Niskanen, this one was on me because I picked him up on my suckiest team that ever sucked, so it was destined to fail. Big loss there for Niskanen. Braden McNabb, he had two games where he had decent perifs, but whiffed on another game. Uh, and when you're only putting up perifs, we need you to hit every single game. So that's a loss for McNabb there. Alex Tuck, one point in three games, not great. Vegas does play today though, so you never know. Uh, but for now, we'll call this one a loss, but you know I will be quick to change that if he does indeed pick up a point today. And lastly, old man Scott Lawton. Uh, he also got injured, not surprisingly, because he's like 59 years old, so that one doesn't count either. Overall, that's four for eight. Surprising because I missed on two of my three defensive picks, and I thought those were going to be locks, but and that's how it goes in fantasy hockey, I suppose. Uh, I also thought I had a beast of a draft for my team. It's the worst team in the league, so such is life. Uh, but hey, Alex Tuck, big game today. Uh, if he hits that point, it will get us over the 500 mark, so we shall hold out hope for that. First, we're going to take a look and see which teams have the best schedule for this upcoming week. A pretty normal week. On Monday, we've got 10 teams playing, 22 teams playing on Tuesday, 6 teams playing on Wednesday, 20 teams playing on Thursday, 8 teams playing on Friday, 26 teams playing on Saturday, and just 8 teams playing on the last day of the week, Sunday. Pretty identical to last week with the normal busy days being busy and the normal slow days being slow, but uh, you never know. Uh, check your league. Um, they might be doing like a weird two-week matchup thing since next week has the Christmas break, so you never want to be caught streaming when you think it's just going to be one week and then it turns out to be a two-week thing and you're like, oh, I'm out of ads or whatever, so always be sure to check for that. The best schedule of the week is the Edmonton Oilers, who play on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, so close to a stream of Gami, but hey, still pretty darn good. The Dallas Stars are not too far behind them, also playing four times with three off-day games. They play on Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. The Oilers, again, with a great schedule, but as we discussed last week, they don't have that great of a schedule the rest of the way, and well, neither does Dallas, for that matter, so this may be the last week for a while that we get to stream Edmonton or Dallas, so we better make it count. The New York Rangers also have a very nice schedule this week. They only play three times, but all three of those games are on the off days of Monday, Friday, and Sunday, so you definitely have to be pot committed and hold on to those Rangers streamers all week to make it worth it. After that, there's two teams that play four times this week with having two off-day games, the best of those being the Colorado Avalanche again. We told you last week they have a great schedule the rest of the way, so if you picked up someone like Brian Graves who hit for us as a streamer, this could be a mainstay on your roster the rest of the season. Uh, the Avs play on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, so a pretty good schedule for them. And the Anaheim Ducks, another team you'll be hearing us talk about a lot because they also have a great schedule the rest of the way. I gave out Ricky Rex and the Silver Surfer, Jacob Silverberg, as buy low targets last week. And hopefully you pounced on them because one week later and you can't get them as low as they were. Ricky Rex had four points in three games and Jacob Silverberg had three points in three games. Ay ay ay! But we'll get into some more Ducks who are more stream-worthy this week. So let's get right into it. Speaking of which, my first forward streamer pick of the week is Adam Henrique of the Anaheim Ducks. I know, 
I know when I was talking about before how I hit over 50% of my streamers, which is incredible, but maybe you should know when to fade me whenever I'm talking about like old friends that I like to stream. And Henrique is indeed an old friend of the show, but hear me out. When we picked up Henrique a few weeks ago, he did in fact deliver for us. Then he went back to doing his regularly scheduled suckiness, but... He's skating right now at even strength with two of my favorite aforementioned players, Rookie Racks and the Silver Surfer, um, because they've been hot. So now you may be asking me, how can Rookie Racks and the Silver Surfer be hot and Henrique be cold, even though that they're playing on the same line? Good question. Good question. I like where your head's at. But weirdly enough, Henrique isn't playing with them on the power play. What? Yeah, I know. It's really dumb, and it really makes me mad. The person to blame is Dallas Eakins. For those of you who don't know who Dallas Eakins is, he's a dummy. He used to coach the Oilers, and that is all you need to know about how much of a dummy he is. But why are you splitting up your best players on your freaking power play? Nothing grinds my gears more than when teams do this. It makes me so upset, I just want to spit. <laughs> I didn't really spit, but... I digress. Henrique did score an assist in his last game, which actually makes me a little bit worried because I'd rather him actually be completely due. Uh, but maybe we're just getting him at the perfect time. You never know. Uh, he's only owned in 13% of leagues, so pick up Adam Henrique. My next forward streamer is going to be Oliver Bjorkstrand of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, admittedly, the Blue Jackets don't have the best schedule. Uh, they only play one off-day game this week, but they do play four times total, and they end their week on Saturday. So it's actually not bad as long as you have the room to fit in Bjorkstrand on those busy days. Now, don't get me wrong, the Blue Jackets stink. I know this because I have Cam Atkinson on my team of the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked, so I'll take a little bit of the blame here, but... I don't know what they would consider their top line, uh, so I'm just going by time on ice. And you'd butter believe it, Bjorkstrand gets a whole bunch of ice time. 21 minutes and 37 seconds of ice time in his last game, and 20 minutes of ice time in the game before that, so he is playing a boatload. And Bjorkstrand shoots like it is going out of style. 107 shots so far this season in just 32 games. You absolutely love to see it. We know... Uh, there's going to be a great floor for his shots, but can Bjorkstrand score? Eh, only one point in his last seven games for Bjorkstrand, but I feel he's due. Uh, they play Washington on Monday, but then the Blue Jackets get to play the Red Wings, the Kings, and the Devil. That is a primo scheduloso or <laughs> something like that. Not exactly world beaters in the nets for those uh, teams. So we here at the stream scheme feel strongly that not only are the Blue Jackets due for some points this week, but Bjorkstrand in particular, we feel so strongly about them that we might be picking some other Blue Jackets this week. You'll just have to stay tuned to see. My next forward streamer pick is going to be Valerie Nachushkin of the Colorado Avalanche. This is a pick that worries me a little bit because Nachushkin has actually been hot lately. He's got four points in his last four games and nine points in his last 12. Now, that sounds impressive, but Granted, that's all he's done the whole season. He's played in 28 games and only has 10 points. But hey, when you're hot, you're hot. Uh, part of the reason might be because he's playing with old creepy Matt Calvert, who obviously hit for us last week, so it might be rubbing off on him a little bit. Uh, Nachushkin has been shooting a decent amount when he does get the ice time, 
but it is the ice time that is a little bit disconcerting for me. Um, he was seeing like 17 minutes of time on ice recently, uh, but then that dropped to like 11 minutes and 12 minutes. I don't know. He's on like their third line because McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen got split up into two different lines. But um, one thing you can't refute is the very nice schedule that the Colorado Avalanche have this week. They play four times with two off-day games, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So they end their week on Saturday, which is always preferred. They got a nice schedule. Machushkin is hot recently, but he isn't getting a ton of ice time. I'm almost kind of talking myself out of this pick, but hey, you never know. He's only 9% owned, so pick up Valerie Machushkin and prove me wrong, people. Prove me wrong. Up next, we got to get someone from the New York Rangers on the board here. And yes, you may be a bit hesitant because he is an old friend of the show. The OG streamer pick of, hey, I just kind of like this guy's name, so I'll pick him up as a streamer. That's right. You guessed it. It's Pavel Buchnevich. Oh, what a great name. Right up there with Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Now this pick, this pick, I feel good about. And let me tell you why. Yes, he's obviously got a great name. And yes, the Rangers have one of the best schedules of the week. They're one of only three teams that play three off-day games this week. But here's the main reason why I love Pavel Buchnevich this week. He has 19 points so far this season in 32 games. Not bad, right? But he is pointless in his last eight games. Now, if there was a stat for how do someone is, Buchnevich's do-ness would be off the charts. I mean, I guess I can create the stat right now. I'm just going to start saying someone's DUE is so high. I would say that Pavel Buchnevich has a DUE of like 83.8 right now. That's pretty freaking high. He is totally due. I mean, he's playing with Zibanejad and Cryer. I'm pretty sure he's on their second power play unit. You know, need I say more? Uh, I just really got a great hunch about Buchnevich this week. He's only 12% owned, and he's available in the toughest league in the world, tiered one of the couple. So pick up. Pavel Buchnevich. Oh, I love to say that name. It's so nice. I'm going to say it twice. Pavel Buchnevich. Mwah! And for my final regular forward streamer pick, I'm going, going back, back to Columbus. Columbus might be the first time in history anyone has ever said that. But yes, I am double dipping with Blue Jackets this week by going with another old friend, Boone Jenner. He's someone that was such a good streamer for us once upon a time. I actually ended up rostering him for a while. Uh, with Boone Jenner, you know you're at least going to get a bunch of shots. But I'll tell you what, for as much ice time that he's getting, he's not getting a ton of shots. In his last game, Boone had 23 minutes. Wow, and 38 seconds of ice time, but just two shots during that time. He did have six hits, though, and in his four games before that, he did have nine blocks, which is very good for a forward. I just love that ice time, and in his last 10 games, okay, the least amount of ice time that he has had in any of those games has been 18 minutes and 15 seconds, which would be great for anyone else to get that amount of ice time. Uh, other than that, he hadn't gone less than 19 minutes of ice time in a game. Uh, in those last 10 games. And let me tell you, I just learned about this at new advanced stat called DUE. And let me tell you, Boone Jenner is due. His DUE is 93.7 right now, which is almost leading the league. He has nary a point, 
in his last nine games. Nine games. My grandma could luck into a secondary assist once in nine games, and she can barely even walk, let alone skate, especially when you combine that with the fact that he's got a crazy amount of ice time that he's getting. I think Boone Jenner is almost a lock for two points this week. Throw that in there with a good amount of perifs. And I already told you how much I like Columbus this week because them as a team, their DUE is top five in the Chell. Boone Jenner is both center and left wing eligible. You love to see that. He is a little bit on the higher side of ownage at 24%, probably probably because there's a lot of dumb people like me who's like, hey, Boone Jenner, he was good for me two years ago. I'll pick him up. But he should be available in most competitive leagues because, like I said, he hasn't scored a point in his last nine games. So pick up Boone Jenner. My first defensive streamer is going to be Ian Cole of the Colorado Avalanche. I already told you how not only do the Avalanche have a great schedule this week, they have one of the best schedules for the rest of the season. I was tempted just to stream Ryan Graves again uh, because of how good he has been, but apparently everyone else noticed that as well because the old stream scheme bump bumped him up to 44% owned. Wow. So hopefully you were able to snag Ryan Graves off the wire. If you weren't, Ian Cole is a great consolation prize. You know what you're getting in Ian Cole. He's a blocks guy. He's a blocks guy. Now, blocks guys ebb and flow in waves, and I th- I think we're catching him at the right time, though. He only had three blocks in his last two games. So I, I think he's got a couple of huge blocks games coming up in him this next week. If you can do that while at the same time maybe getting a point or two, that'd be fantastic. Uh, he's only owned in 8% of leagues, which is actually a 4% up in the last day to uh so shout out to all you sharps who are already looking forward to next week's schedule and picked up Ian Cool. And I would advise you to be to, to do the same. Pick up Ian Cool. My next defensive streamer pick is Adam Larson of the Edmonton Oilers. That's right, Mr. One for One himself. I had to pick someone from the Oilers. They do have the best schedule of the week after all, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So close to Extreme Agami, but we will still take it. As I mentioned, the Oilers have had some great schedules so far this year, but the rest of the season schedule ain't that great. So this will probably be one of the last few times we can stream an Oiler this year. Their forward streaming options are pretty much non-existent at this point. Even our old pal Alex Chiesan is getting healthy scratched. Can you believe that? What a dummy of a coach. It's almost like that dummy at Dallas Eakins is still coaching him. But Adam Larson will have to suffice. Now, I admit, He's only getting streamed this week because of that primo schedule. Larson doesn't get points. He's not really a perifs guy. His perifs are kind of hit or miss on any given week. And his ice time weirdly varies as like his last game, he played 24 minutes and 43 seconds, right? Whereas to like three games ago, he only played 17 minutes. That's a pretty big difference and one that definitely worries us. But we got to pick someone from Edmonton. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just pass the puck to McDavid and Dr. Dry. Okay, Larson, he's 5% owned, which shows what percentage of fantasy hockey players are just huge Edmonton homers. <laughs> but what today? They got a nice schedule. At least there's that. Pick up Adam Larson, uh, maybe. And for my final defensive streamer pick, I will be going with someone who I got a lot of heat for earlier in the season when I originally streamed this guy. That's right. It's Dmitry Orlov of the Washington Capitals. Now, I'm not necessarily going to make another bold prediction that John Carlson is going to get injured. I've moved past that, you know. I've matured. 
Orlov is legit hot right now, though. Did you know that Orlov has six points in his last eight games? I bet you didn't, and that's some great trivia for you to share with all your friends and family. You'll be the life of the party for your vast knowledge of defensive man Dmitry Orlov. Uh, he's not a huge proofs guy. He is pretty consistent with his proofs, though. Uh, so far this season, he's got 51 shots, 54 hits, and 41 blocks. But, man, can you imagine if John Carlson did get injured this week while we had Orlov as a streamer? How great would that be? I mean, obviously, we don't root for injuries. I'm not going to predict that John Carlson is going to get injured again. Uh, that's just not my style anymore, you know? I will say, though, that if John Carlson suffered a long-term injury, he should at least have the common decency to do it during a week while we're streaming Dmitry Orlov. He's only 6% owned, so at least 6% of fantasy owners agree with me that, hey, you never know when Carlson might get injured. Or maybe they just really thought I was going to Nancy Kerrigan him the last time I predicted that injury and then just forgot to drop him. But who knows? Either way, pick up Dmitry Orlov. Live a little bit. Pick up Dmitry Orlov. My shallow league streamer of the week is Capo Caco of the New York Rangers. And I know, I know, how is Caco not owned in all leagues? And I agree, he should be, especially this week, whenever the Rangers have a great schedule, playing three times in all of those games, being on the off days of Monday, Friday, and Sunday. But hear me out, he is legit not owned in my 14-team money league. I will provide a screenshot in the show notes to prove my innocence. He is owned in 64.7% of ESPN leagues, so apparently my league is one of those 35% of clown leagues, but it's like I always say, there's nothing wrong with being in a clown league as long as you win the clown leagues. I actually auto-drafted this team by accident, whoops, and I'm actually still doing pretty good, so I think that qualifies as winning. Anyway, Kako, yeah, needs to be 100% owned this week. He's playing top line with Aaron, who is red hot, and he's playing on the top power play as well. We all know what it is. Set together, boys and girls. Primo deploymento. That's right. I did immediately pick up Kako as soon as I saw that he was available, so at least there's that. Um, I think he's good for three points in three games this week. Let us go. And for my ludicrous dreamer of the week, I'm going with Blake Como. Of the Dallas Stars. A quick shout out to the new coach of the Dallas Stars, Rick Bonus. He certainly ain't no Dallas Eakins. It ain't rocket science, people. Play your good players with your good players. And that's what Dallas is doing right now. We've got their top line of Ben, Sagan, and Radulov. And those guys are on the top power play as well, along with Rupe Hints. Rupe Hints. He probably would have been a good uh, shallow league streamer. He's only 33% down in ESPN leagues. But hey, what's done is done. We're talking about Blake Como, and this is definitely not Como's first rodeo. He's been around the block. Here's another fun fact that you can tell your friends and family to make you popular at parties. Did you know that Blake Como is on a three-year, $7.2 million contract? Yeah, that's definitely going to make you depressed when you're at work tomorrow, right? I strive to be a successful while being mediocre at my job, that Blake Como is. His agent should have a parade thrown for him. What is Dallas thinking? But hey, if Como delivers for us this week, he'll be worth every penny in our eyes. He's actually got two points in his last three games, so his DUE isn't that high, uh, which we are weary of. But man, 
that schedule is great. The Stars play on Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday for four games and three off-day games. You just love to see it. He is 0% owned, and deservedly so, so he's available everywhere. Pick up a ludicrous streamer, and this week it really is ludicrous, uh, Blake Cuomo. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, December 16th, 2019, or the following forward streamers Adam Henrique, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Valerie Nachushkin, Pavel Buchnevich, and Boone Jenner. Our defensive streamers are Ian Cool, Adam Larson, and Dimitri. Hey, you never know who might get injured or love. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Capocaco, and our ludicrous streamer of the week is Blake Como. And again, I will advise everyone that next week is a weird week, so just you know, check your league to make sure that you don't have like a, a two-week matchup this week or anything like that. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Facebook patron page or on Twitter at Davy Betts. Thank you once again for everyone for tuning in, and don't forget what the great Scarlett Johansson once said. You can belong to those who believe in their streams. See ya!